Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking about the 17th and final week in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Joining me is Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? I am fine, thank you, sir. All right. Good to have you here. Uh, Rounding out our trifecta, as always, uh, Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? I'm doing great. I'm uh, nicely uh, nicely recovering from the Christmas season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you may have noticed that we, because of said Christmas season, we are recording this much later in the week than our usual uh, uh, our usual time slot. But I don't mind that so much for Week 17, because here's the thing about Week 17. Well, we preach in Weeks 1 through 16, actually, every year that you got to get to the lines early. You got to be looking at you got to be looking at the lines on Monday. When they come out, because you got to be getting, you got to make sure you're getting the best of the number, is it, just that's that's just how it's got to be. And in week 17, you do still want to look at them on Mondays, but you've got to be very careful to sniff out the lines that are real and the lines that are fake. Right. Well, and, and this is the this is the week of the year where like an offhand comment a coach makes to a reporter about how important this game is can shift the line by a few goal or more. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like you look obscene. at the Texans injury report this week. Deshaun Watson missed a bunch of practice illness. Like mm-hmm. how sick is this guy? Like maybe he's just not going to play this Sunday. You know what I mean? And like if you're the Houston Texans, the question is how much do you care about whether you play one of the following teams in the playoffs? Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Houston or Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Oakland. Yeah. You would probably rather play the triumvirate that might be the sixth seed than Buffalo, but like risk Deshaun Watson getting hurt in a game that doesn't mean anything to you? Probably not. Like that's yeah. probably not something you're going to do. Like you're going to be a, fa- a field goal favorite at home against Buffalo, I think. So, yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of games where there's a lot of pitfalls as far as the gambling perspective goes. Yeah, you really got to pay attention to a lot of them. We'll, we'll, we'll try to suss through uh, some of them this bit because. Even for week 17, there's been a lot of line moves, and uh, it's because we're deep in the week, it's it's going to stay the way. Um, the ones that have stayed the same uh, are ones we're probably going to take a look at. Some of these will get rapid fire through because I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of uh, point in talking about a couple of these games because some of the teams some games will feature where uh, games where both teams have quit, and there's no sense in in trying to trust your money on either. Of I both. do want to talk about Drew Locke. We'll yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. We'll get to that game. Well, that game actually, I'm, I'm. That game actually is relevant. That game uh, is you know. somewhat relevant. So I'm, I'm. We will for sure uh, discuss that one. Um, but yeah, basically, what you try to do in week 17 is you're trying to sniff out who's trying and who's not trying, and try to get your money on the side of the teams that are trying. So without further ado, let's step into week 17. The first matchup. The New York Jets are heading to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Now, the Bills are playoff bound, but I believe that there is nothing that they can do to change uh, any of their standing. The Buffalo Bills will be the five seed if they win this game by six points or if they win this game by 60 points. Yeah. Or if they lose this game by 60 points, the Buffalo Bills will be the five seed. 
So that explains why the Buffalo Bills are only a minus one point favorite at home against the New York Jets, who are a weirdly six and nine. Uh, you could not have. Uh, yeah, like, it doesn't feel like the Jets are six and nine, does it? It feels like they're two and uh, two and thirteen at this point. Yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, Bills getting one at home. Can you find any reason to bet on this one, Billy? Uh, not a great one. I, I do like the Bills better, and, and simply put, uh, that defense has playmakers, and the Je- and the Jets will make mistakes. Um, you're not going to pull your corners out of the game. You know, there's absolutely no reason for that. Uh, and I think the Jets will make enough mistakes where where Buffalo still wins this game, even without um, putting all the pressure on. So I, I like Buffalo better, but let's be honest, no one has much interest in this one. Yeah. Um... To me, I'm just not sure what kind of Bills team we're going to be getting in this game, so I just have this one as one of my stayaways. What do you think, Craig? Uh, yeah, no, don't bet on this. Uh, don't watch this. Uh, I don't think Josh Allen's going to participate much in this game. Not that that's – yeah, just don't don't be part of this. Yeah. Uh, next up, a team that will be trying because they got a chance to get a bye is the New Orleans Saints. They're heading into Carolina to take on the divisional matchup. Um, has Carolina decided who is quarterbacking this game after? Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen anything to, to, to make me believe it. It's not going to be Will Greer, which mm. is fine. Like, just, just what you have. Um, so yeah, I guess Will Greer and the Fighting Panthers are going to be heading in, are going to be hosting Carolina. The Saints, uh, minus 13 right now. Uh, it has been Saints near two touchdowns pretty much all week. Um... The impetus here being that they believe that not only are the Saints the better team, but they will be trying a lot harder than the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Saints did a weird thing where they worked out uh, Antonio Brown this week. I'm not sure if the goal was to just do their – they kept saying – like the, the phrase of the week for them was due diligence, but uh, I think they just wanted to maybe see if they just – Dip it. Just – Dip a toe in and see how angry people would be if they signed him. Exactly, right? Yeah. Because yeah. here's the yeah. thing about doing your due diligence there. They're working out Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. very, very talented football player, and a bunch of guys who, like, on a reasonably NFL team, good NFL team like the Saints, for example, would be, like, the sixth receiver. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, like, you're trying to see, like, hey, is Antonio Brown better than, like, you know, this random guy off the street? The answer is yes. Like, the, your, the, your questions about Antonio Brown will not be solved by looking at him do stuff on the field. Like, so it just, it, the, the the explanations seem flawed to me. Yeah. Very flawed. Wide receiver six, or as the Philadelphia Eagles would call it, hey, that'd be pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah, we can use some of those guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Saints are getting 13. What do you think, Bill? 13 on the I, road. I, yeah, I, I think you still got to take the Saints there. They a lot more to play for. A win's going to help them quite a bit. Carolina hasn't been great. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot of points. I have no interest in betting this one, but I think I like the Saints side of it. Yeah, uh, the, the one thing that you could have hypothetically wanted to use to bet on the Saints is, hey, maybe Michael Thomas is going to be gunning for that record, but he already has that record. Yeah. So, and, and oh man, did they like, did they like not try to make sure it's like let's get this over with in the first quarter? Every single play was Thomas, 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 Thomas. So, like, I, it was so weird. I couldn't believe that they weren't keying on him last week, being like, you know that Drew Brees and Sean Payton just loves shattering every record. So like, he should have been quadruple covered for the first quarter in that game. It was bizarre. The Saints need a win and the Packers to lose or the 49ers to lose Hmm. 
if thou if those things both occur, um, what like the Saints win and either the Packers or 49ers losing, the Saints will have home field throughout the NFC playoffs. Which to me, if I'm one of the other teams, the NFC playoffs is obviously bad news. I don't want to go there and have to win. You can't count on pass interference not being called two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, if, the, if the if both the Packers and 49ers wind up winning, uh, the Saints next weekend will be hosting the Minnesota Vikings in a playoff game, yeah, okay. and I can think of something that we're going to see on television about six thousand times <laughs> if that matchup occurs. Hey, remember when this happened? Yeah, it was two <laughs> years ago, man. Yeah, let's, let's talk about <laughs> Stephon Diggs for a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's uh, there's a lot in the line here for the Saints. I don't think they want to see the Minneapolis miracle on TV about six thousand times, so they should probably win this game. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, we're we're all recommending the Saints. You don't see. I, I I'm not advocating it because I don't. I'm just regardless of scenario. I'm not going to lay thirteen on the road. Uh, just I'm just not going to do it. So I just have this as a stay away because I'm also not trusting the Panthers because I don't know how good they are. Uh, next time I know how good they aren't. Yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> well, sorry, that was more of a question of I don't know how hard they're going to try. Yes, that, that, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a legitimate question. That's a legitimate concern. I should also mention that the New York Jets-Buffalo uh, Bills game, uh, we harped on this earlier, uh, over-under, 36. <laughs> yeah, a couple of games this week where the over-under is 36, actually. It's it's uh, quite bizarre. Up. Yeah, uh, Cleveland Browns head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals and the uh, soon-to-be Joe Burrow having Cincinnati Bengals, actually. Uh, the Browns are laying three on the road. Which, oops, somebody's going to try to pass their house, but we are going to just go right on through it. Uh, that was like honest music about the Browns. Kind yeah, of felt yeah, like it's yeah. wildly appropriate, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, Boy, uh, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are going to win the offseason again. Uh, probably not in the way that they won the last offseason, though. Yeah. Uh, that's just... Well, I'll uh, tell you this. Like, the analytics would tell you, as far as, you know, close game stuff and certain things, they're going to be a team that people peg as a bounce-back team. Mm-hmm. And if they change their head coach, yeah, which... They've already said they won't, but... Continue. Yeah, but, like, we've heard that before. Minds, I, I, minds can be changed. Yeah. Um, I think that I'd I'd really like them as a bounce back team, but uh, but we'll see. Well, Nonetheless, you have to like, are they technically a bounce back team, or would they just be a bounce forward team? Because to bounce back, you actually have to have been good at some That's point, true. and we've yet to see they that. They were good for like a rounds. month and a half last year. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, got everybody all excited. And it, like, yeah, everyone like, <laughs> was all amped to eleven, but. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know if the endorsements are going to be coming in for Baker Mayfield the way they were after last season. That is we'll likely see. to be the case. Yes, that yeah. there will not be as much. Uh, there is not be as much pro Baker buzz. Mm-hmm. Either way, I don't want to watch this football game. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Browns are getting three. There is a case to be made for the Bengals here as the home dog. dog. Getting three. Dalton's playing. Andy Dalton's last game is a Bengal. Does that matter? Yeah, Dalton's last game is a Bengal. Do they come out and try hard for that guy? They can't affect their, like, winning doesn't affect their ability to get Joe Burrow. That's Um, that's the most fun part of this game is, like, the Bengals organization. Like, oh, we might as well win. Yeah, they Uh, can be like, pull out all the stops, baby, whatever emergency splits got. So I think if you want a side in this game, I think it's the Bengals, but I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not as juiced on this one enough to recommend it. What do you think, Bill? I, 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 
think I like Cleveland a little better. I, I think Cleveland is still trying to prove they're a good team, and Cincinnati is seemingly trying to prove they're not. Um, yeah, I think I like Cleveland a little bit better, but again, you don't want to be betting on this. I certainly don't want to be towards the end of this game, a close game, and not have those three points. So I'm, I'm not enamored with it, but I, I like Cleveland's side of it. Uh, next up, the Green Bay Packers are heading to Detroit to take on my boys, the Detroit Lions, who are just I, – I did not see – I did not foresee a top three pick in the draft coming this year. When we started this journey, uh, I did not foresee a top three pick. They looked like a pretty competent team that had lost some close games the first two months, and then things changed. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first, well, obviously Stafford. Stafford getting hurt was 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 certainly part of this. Mm-hmm. But um, and I know the Lions have already said they're keeping Matt Patricia. But the defensive DVOA rank is 28th. That yeah. to me is not defensible, He's and that right. has nothing to do with Matt Stafford. That's nope. just not defensible. Yeah, no, it's it's a mistake keeping him around. And uh, Jim Caldwell deserves more credit. Uh, and uh, he should probably be a head coach in the National Football League. Is what I was like. If you put Jim Caldwell on Cleveland, they're and, better. And just had an adult in the room. Right? Yeah, they're they're better. Right. I would think. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, weird to say. What a weird thing to say. Um, the Packers are laying twelve and a half on the road. Uh, Detroit Lions, nothing to play for, can only hurt themselves by winning this game. Although I'd drop a couple spots in the draft to ruin a bye week for the Green Bay Packers. But uh, man, that Chase Young footage, I gotta tell you, <laughs> woo! Love to get me some of that. Um, Packers minus twelve and a half. Um, What do you think, Craig? I'll take the Lions. Really? Okay. I just think this game's close. Okay. Yeah. I think this game's close. I don't. I don't think the Packers will lose, but mm. I'll. I'll take the twelve and a half points. Yeah. Have the Packers been? Man, it's weird because they're like what an eleven and three team or some garbage. Um. Have they been like twelve and three? I mean, they're like one of the least impressive twelve and three teams I've ever seen. Which is do you do you look at this Packer bizarre. team and say that this is a team that will have the first seed in the AFC play uh, NFC playoffs? Which like no. as of right now that. There's a good chance that's what occurs. They are going to have a bye, yep. and I truly, truly believe they are the worst team in the NFC playoff-wise. I truly I, believe I that. have a hard time with that based on what we just saw Monday night. Fair. Yeah. yeah. That, I uh, mean, that's that's obviously – They went in there into their place and, and, and beat them. But, yeah. Uh, with the third-string running back playing. Yeah. Yeah, but still. True. I, I just – well – I'm going to be taking pretty much any team against the Packers in the playoffs. This is what I'll be saying. I'll be I'll be taking one of the other teams. Um, and I do not believe that they will be playing in the NFC Championship game. So so there's that. Uh, Packers laying 12 and a half on the road. What do you think, Bill? Lions. I, yeah. I mean, it, it's just too many points. Um, division game, they play each other enough where you tend to get a feel for the other team, which tends to keep things closer. Um and they're not a, a dominant force to be reckoned with. They're a decent team, but uh, I'll, I'll take the points in this one. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers head to Kansas City taking the Chiefs. Chiefs laying nine. Um, I don't think that – can the Chiefs improve their standing at any point? What's their story, Craig? Uh, the Chiefs can improve and get a bye in round one mm. if the New England Patriots lose at home to Miami. Okay. Could have. Now, Chiefs, yeah. if they lose, and the uh, 
Houston Texans win, the Chiefs will be hosting Buffalo in round one of the playoffs as opposed to one of um, Oakland and Pittsburgh. Okay, so they definitely, it would behoove them to win this game. So that uh, explains why they are laying nine points. Uh, I I believe it was seven earlier in the week, so this line has moved a little bit. I like the Chiefs here. I know it's a square play, but the Chargers are allergic to winning. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Chiefs are just flat out the better team. I expect them to, to kind of blow out the Chargers based on the fact that they need to win this game in order to maintain standing. Um, Chiefs laying nine. What do you think, Bill? I, I kind of want to take the points here. I do think the, uh, the the Chargers are bad, but they've been able to put some drives together on offense. I think they'll find a few of those drives against Kansas City's defense because they're not overwhelming. Um, I, I like them to keep it within a touchdown, so I'll take the points. Uh, Chiefs given nine against the Chargers. What do you think, Craig? Uh, yeah, I'll take Kansas City. Chicago Bears head to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill. Um, I don't think you guys can improve your standing whatsoever. The Vikings are the sixth seed no matter how this game goes, no matter how any other game goes. So uh, that explains why the Bears are getting three at home, or sorry, on the road in the the Vikings building. Um, Normally I would look at this and I would say, let's get the three with the Vikings because the Bears aren't very good. But I assume the Vikings will be resting a bunch of their key players um. Yes, I believe Cousins isn't playing. I don't think Diggs is playing. So yeah. Yeah. So stay away from me. But uh, what do you think on this one, Bill? Yeah, I, I think I take the Bears. Actually, the the Vikings are fairly reliant on the pieces they have. I think that proved itself on Monday. Uh, I don't think you could take. You know, they're not the next man up type of team. Let's put it that way. Um, I think you take some of those pieces out and they're going to look pretty bad. Doesn't offend me too much, so I'd go with Chicago. Uh, Bears land three on the road. What do you think, Craig? I'll take uh, I'll take the Bears. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we had this game kind of circled as a potential, if it were to count for the New England Patriots, and the Dolphins were say one and you had were one and fifteen or one and fourteen or yeah, whatever yeah. they would be at this point. Um, week two, I believe, we had the conversation that could this game potentially be the biggest line in NFL history. Yeah, get up to like uh, four scores minus twenty eight, sort of a thing. Um, unfortunately, uh, Brian Flores is a really really good coach, <laughs> and uh, he has this Dolphins team well prepared. The New England Patriots are still much better, but their offense hasn't been as sexy the last few weeks, last week notwithstanding, where they put up a few points. But they're still up there putting up a lot of a lot of points. Uh, it is currently the Patriots minus 16, uh, and I think that this is uh, one of the easiest picks we have this week. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins. I don't know what you guys think. The, the, the Dolphins getting 16, this line is way too high. Um, even though it's week 17, Flores is going to have these guys ready to go, right? Like he, they, we've seen it all year. Why would this team give a crap? They were supposed to tank and, and just be trash. 
Uh, I don't think they're going to win this game, but I think they're going to keep it close and, and at least cover uh, 4-11 and 11 inexplicably. Uh, a lot of Sharps will be watching this game because if the Dolphins can somehow upset the Patriots, then the Dolphins get to five wins and hit the 4.5 for the over, which was one of their big plays. Um, Patriots like 16. What do you think, Craig? I'll take uh, the Dolphins, too. They're going to be one of my five. Yeah, me too. 16 is too much. Yeah, for sure. And the Patriots, like, if if this game is close, the people in Kansas City are going to be watching this real close, real yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Dolphins um, have been good to us this year. It's eight yeah. and seven against the spread. They've been very good to us. And uh, I like I like that to continue. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I I think you take the Dolphins there. Uh, it's too many points. The Patriots haven't been that reliable. But try not to watch it. <laughs> Uh, last game of the one o'clock slate, and in my mind, what is truly, truly, the marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate. I will have my eyes glued to this game like you wouldn't believe. The Atlanta Falcons head into Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers, and after a four-pick Week 16, Sweet 16 from Jameis Winston, we are two. Count them. Two picks away, two Jameis Winston picks away from completing our 30 for 30, you guys. Oh, like just, oh, so exciting. So close. So exciting. I just, I, I think we're going to get there, you guys. Especially if he does his patented throw and interception on the first uh, play of the game, which he did yet again in week 16. Yep. And I believe that gets it, that got him up to five games this I year. I think it is five, yeah. He threw a pick on his first throw of the game? Are you kidding me at, at this point i think he's being coached that way like get it over with Jameis. yeah <laughs> and the bucks are talking about extending him and stuff and i don't see like i know he put up some fantasy numbers because of all the touchdowns but jesus christ 30 yeah. interceptions and this wasn't what like some like you know like this wasn't this wasn't like like everybody will point to oh peyton manning in his rookie year had like 26 interceptions i'm like yeah well that was peyton manning in a rookie year with no team around him this is james winston in his sixth year with, with two all pro caliber receivers yeah, on the team with two all pro caliber guys so bad oh this game is a pick what do you think bill um yeah, I'll go Tampa Bay here. I mean, I mean, uh, Winston's been whatever you want to call him, but he still gets it done on offense, and I, I like him to move the ball a little bit more steadily. Plus, they're at home. Uh, give me the Bucks. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks to. Uh, as for Winston, mm. Tampa Bay is going to have somewhere between pick fourteen and nineteen. I say in the draft, probably. Like I'm just looking at the the numbers now for that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I don't see their path to improving at quarterback mm. this season. Tua, so just, Tua would have to fall. Yeah, but I, that's, I don't think that's something that's that's happening. Yeah, you. you uh, have I don't about see. That. I don't see their path to improving at quarterback. Like obviously signing Winston like some crazy long term deal would be nuts unless let's say one of those ones where like all the all the guaranteed money's up front. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't see their path to being better at quarterback next season than they were this season. And, and like, other than Jameis, like what's what's the better option? No, I did, I mean, it's nothing as long as like it, but like you said it right there as long as their thing isn't hamstringing them to. 
Right. Like, if no other opportunity presents itself, as long as they don't give out a contract that hamstrings them to Winston over the next three to five years... Sure, right. You can, sure. you can do a deal with him that, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's, it's going to look like it's, it's going to be like six years, $100 million. Oh, no. And then you look at the, the the actual structure of the deal and it's like, oh, OK, there's no guaranteed money after year two. Yeah. So, like, you know, you can do a deal like that. Yeah. As, as long as when it's all said and done, we're able to be like, OK, that you have a you have an exit strategy. Right. right. Like there there is a there is a ripcord you can pull to get out of the James Winston thing because it's just because even like let's just say Cam Newton gets traded. He's yeah. not getting tricked there. Yeah, that's true. No chance. No. So, yeah. Not within the division, for sure. Nope. Uh, what's the Scott Hansen game of the 1 o'clock slate, Craig? Oh, God. It's a, the, the Scott Hansen slate. Yeah, uh, besides <laughs> all of them. I mean, yeah. It's probably Browns-Bengals? I think so, too, yeah. I, I That was the one I had circled. Because every, every other game, other than, like, Bears-Vikings, I think, Every other game, there's at least at le- one of the teams has to kind of pseudo try, and yep. Falcons Buccaneers is for sure not the uh, not the Scott Hansen game. No, they're gonna be yeah. some they're gonna be some points in that one. Yeah, plus the Jameis Winston drive for thirty interceptions oh, is just yes. too delicious to pass up. Um, so with that, let us head to the four o'clock slate in the first game, four twenty-five. The Steelers. Head to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Ravens with nothing to play for. They've got everything locked up. Home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. They are sitting all of their big boys for this one. They just signed Marcus Peters to a a nice, fat, new three-year contract. The Steelers and... Mason Rudolph, I think, is back for this game. I think they benched Duck Hodges. So well, no, Duck Hodges went on IR. Oh, no, no. Duck Hodges is playing because Mason Rudolph went on IR. Right, that's right, because they benched him last week. Sorry, I get confused. You know, like, Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, who cares? Uh, got a finite amount of brain space. I just can't fill it with, with these, these names of guys who won't be in the league next year. Uh, the Steelers are actually laying two on the road based on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, resting all of their guys this is just a complete and utter stay away from me this entire game uh what do you think bill yeah there's no reason to go near this but i probably still take baltimore i think they're well coached enough that they can be that next guy in team mm-hmm. uh i think they still might be able to get a win here and sure take baltimore they're at home i who cares uh, Craig Needles, anything to add to this one? I should mention earlier, I forgot to mention earlier, that Bears-Vikings game was the other game with the uh, 36 over-under. Forgot to bring that, that, makes little, sense. Yeah, bring that little nugget up. Uh, Steelers-Ravens, Steelers land two. What do you think, Craig? Mm, I am going to uh, do something a little controversial here. Mm. Give, me the, give me the Ravens. Yeah, well, not really controversial. I know, I know, Bill, I know, I know Bill did it, but like, yeah. I know it's only two, but like, Baltimore's got nothing to play for. I just... I, yeah. I just think Pittsburgh isn't good. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, like, how are they going to get enough points to win this game? Like, Baltimore's Baltimore's depth is good. Pittsburgh's mm-hmm. team is not, especially on offense. So give me, uh, give me Baltimore. Yeah, that's uh, I, 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 yeah, I, might, I don't know if it'll be one of my five, but I might place some 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 money on this one later. Uh, next up, the Washingtons are heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys have to win this game to have any shot. Uh, they need to win and then get an Eagles loss in order to make the playoffs. So the Cowboys with something to play for. Um, the Washingtons uh, kind of don't have anything to play for because if they happen to win a football game and the Detroit Lions uh, get beat by the Packers, which the giant line would suggest that will happen, 
then the Lions move into the second spot, and Washington gets bumped down to three draft-wise. So, with that said, uh, the Cowboys, who have not been great and got pumped by the Eagles last week uh, with their division pretty much on the line, um, they are laying 11 against uh, the Washingtons. How do you feel about that, Craig? Uh, Dallas, Washington's already said Josh Norman's not playing. Terry McLaurin's not playing. Yeah, Washington, out, right? yeah. yeah, Washington is just uh, mm-hmm. moseying on into the off season. Yeah, it's a team that uh, uh, where their first stringers are already very poor will be playing their second and third stringers. So right. do with that what you will. Uh, Cowboys laying eleven. What do you think, uh, Bill? Uh, probably take the. That's ah, a lot of points, but I still take the Cowboys here. Yeah, it seems like you should lay the the eleven. You know, I don't like laying large lines. It feels like you should lay the eleven with the Cowboys. But if there's one team that can completely biff this, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, I give it to you. Uh, next up, here is a line that moved the absolute most throughout the week, based on uh, player announcements and team standings. And uh, whatnot. I believe the Titans, as we squeak, have the last wild card. Do they not? No. Pittsburgh no. technically has it, but okay. the Titans are the team that's winning in. Okay. Yeah. So even if the Steelers um, win, if, and, and the, even if the if Steelers the Ste- win, if the Steelers and Titans both win, Tennessee gets the spot. Ten- Tennessee because uh, the Tennessee's. Uh, I forget exactly how the, the, the wording goes or what the, the Tennessee would get in on conference record tiebreaker is, mm. is what would happen here. Yeah. Or oh, sorry, strength of victory tiebreaker, excuse me, is how, uh, is how the Titans would get in. So Tennessee is a team that controls their own destiny here. Uh, the Houston Texans have nothing to play for other than do you want to be the three seed or the four seed? Yeah. And the only way they get the three seed is if the Kansas City Chiefs lose a home game against the Chargers, which I feel is unlikely. Yeah. Uh, so the Texans have already announced that they're not playing a lot of their guys for, yeah. for the most part, and it seems like Deshaun Watson's not going to play because why would you? Right. Um, this line opened up, I believe, at Texans minus three um, on Monday, and based on who's in and who's out and the results of some games, it has now it, it settled earlier in the week, and this is where I wrote it down on my sheet at Tennessee minus three and a half. This line is now sitting at Titans minus six. Um, I am offering this game to you guys because I wrote it down as one of my five when it was Titans minus three and a half. So if either of you are interested in Titans minus three and a half, based on the rules of this game and how we play it with the uh, Westgate Super Contest rules, uh, you may have Titans at minus three and a half. Um, Adjust your picks accordingly. Um... But uh, how do you feel about this game at the minus six, Bill? At minus six? Mm-hmm. The Texas know. quarterback, keep in mind, is who is their backup? <laughs> A.J. McCarron, I think. I th- I'm going to quickly look that up for you. I think it's A.J. McCarron. Yeah, let's see where we're at. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's. Yeah, I think you got to go with Tennessee here. 
Yeah, they, they're they're better team, and they're going to control the clock a lot better than Houston will, especially with the the backup quarterback. So I, I think I like their time of possession, and I like them to control things a bit more. So I'll go with Tennessee. Uh, you were right. It is AJ McCarron, the third string running back, if you can believe it, or third string quarterback, if you can believe it. Sorry for the Houston Texans, Joe Webb. Joe Webb is still in the NFL. Apparently, he's on the IR though, so I don't know. Who he, is, at the very least, is, has an NFL job, whether he's on IR or not. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if... I uh, suspect that if McCarron gets hurt, Watson's going to come in. Which, why? Yeah, <laughs> why that's, would a, you that's that? a great question. Like, back you know what? Running back, yeah, like, let, sure. yeah, you know what? Carlos Hyde is playing quarterback now. Who cares? I would yeah. be Hyde. Hyde's important. Yeah. I'd be like, like <laughs> who, who wants to chuck it, guys? Schoolyard rules, right? Like, let's go out oh. there and have a time. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Interesting Texans thing that J.J. Watt might be activated from IR to uh, play next week. Yes, that was something uh, that was... Uh, Texans thing. Yeah, that was something that was, was uh, being written about on Monday. Um, yeah, the, the Texans at the 6, I still like. Cause, or the Titans at the 6, I still like. Because I think they'll be trying and the Texans are just in, like, let's just everybody fucking stay healthy and because like if there's one thing the houston texans never are it's healthy so right. they're like let's try to get uh let's try to get healthy or or stay relatively healthy uh, in, in accordance with the Texans. if someone gets hurt in the first quarter the, the texans are going to start letting fans play in the second quarter they exactly don't. right yeah so bad um so yeah the, the this line move like you wouldn't believe i mean you could get the titans getting points if you got to this line earlier enough which is why you always got to look at the lines on mondays um, next up, another line that you wanted to get to right away, and much like the aforementioned Tennessee Titans line, I will be offering reduced odds to you guys for this contest only. Unfortunately, books will not be offering them to you. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts currently are at minus three, or sorry, at minus five and a half against the Jaguars. Uh, the Sharps have come in and hammered this line up too, but it, uh, when I wrote it down, it was Colts minus three and a half. So if you want this Colts team at minus three and a half, that is available to you guys as well. Other than that, I don't think there's any significant line changes going forward. Um, the Colts, uh, I liked at the minus three and a half. I have real life money on them. They're going to be one of my five. Uh, at the five and a half, uh, I still kind of like them just because I, I think the Colts, uh, despite the fact they got nothing to play for, the Jaguars, they packed up and went home weeks ago. They've already said they're firing Marone. Um, so, like, why Why does Marone... I guess Marone is coaching for a job, maybe. So, who knows? I, I just... I think the Colts, regardless of situation, are still going to go out there and, and try. And the Jaguars will not. And uh, based on the way the line is moving, I'm not the only one who thinks that way. Uh, Colts minus five and a half. What do you think, Craig? Give me the Colts. Yeah, I think they're going to want to show something a little bit at the end of the year here. It's not been the year they thought, even post uh, Andrew Luck situation. So yeah, give me the Colts. But I mean, like kudos to them, right? Like, like say, let let's assume that they win this game and they finish eight and eight. Yeah, the back half of the season when everybody got hurt. Plus the Colts are healthy. That's another reason to like them for this game. Uh, they, everybody got hurt in the middle. You know, they they started off on fire. Everybody got hurt in the middle. And, uh, you know, they lost a bunch of games when everybody was hurt. But with the Andrew Luck thing happening so close to the season, I think if I was a Colts fan, I'd be pretty proud of, of what the team yeah. actually accomplished. Um, this is another uh, one that has uh, the Sharps will be – or not Sharps, but pe people will be watching the over-under win totals closely because the Colts was 7.5. So uh, some of the people who, who got after the 8.5 – 
Uh, we'll be watching this one. Colts currently laying five and a half. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I like the Colts here. The Colts, you know, they, they, they played well last week, and the Jags looked like they quit. So uh, I think you got to take the Colts there because you're certainly not about to bet money on this Jaguar team right now. Philadelphia Eagles uh, win and in. Uh, they will get the division crown there in New York playing the Giants. The Giants, this line's moved a little bit. It opened up at four and a half. It's now down to four. Uh, the Giants are getting four points at home. Uh, give me the Giants. They're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I'm fine with the Giants here. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, that's... Eagles no, are too beat up. They no, left yeah, no, field exactly. last week. Like, yeah. and, and, like, this, I, I could see this be, like, I don't think the Giants are going to win this game, mm. but the scenario where the Giants are close at halftime and say, hey, let's ruin this, these guys' season, yeah. just, like, that... That's out there. That's out there. I don't think that'll happen in the Dallas Washington thing for a couple of reasons. But no, I'll take the I'll take the Giants here for sure. The spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles laying four on the road uh, with the season on the line. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I like the Giants. I don't know who's going to catch balls for the Eagles at this point. Um, I, I think you got to take the Giants. They've they've looked decent the last little while. I mean, they they gave up. Far too many points last week, but uh, but I still think they've looked competent offensively. So if they're competent and Philadelphia can't get anything going, give me the Giants. Yeah, Saquon looked like Saquon last week, and, yeah. and just they're they're getting healthy. And Eli Manning probably wants to. You assume this might be the last game of Eli Manning's career. And I don't know. I don't think Eli's getting out there this Sunday. Oh, really? You think it's Jones? Well, Jones played last Sunday. I, 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 I like if the I think the way that Eli gets out there because this is a game in New York is if the Eagles are getting are blowing them out in the second half. Yeah, Eli might play the second half so Giants fans can kind of like st- say their goodbyes. Yeah, that, that, that'll that be sort of thing. But yeah. if, the, if the if the Giants have a chance to win, I think it's going to be Jones. All right. Uh, next up, the Oakland Raiders. Last game ever as the Oakland Raiders before they move to Vegas, they head to Denver to take on your boys, Craig, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Broncos length three and a half drew lock. Excellent. Second half came out and ripped uh, apart the lions after they were down. Um, which is good for me ultimately, because why the hell wouldn't you want a higher draft pick? Uh, Broncos length three and a half. Uh, I like the Broncos. They're going to be one of my five. What do you think? Craig? I love Denver this week. Uh, yeah. like I just like Bill sent me the, the gif of, uh, Reverend Lovejoy saying, he's the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During the second half of the Broncos Lions game last week. And uh yeah, I uh I like I think he like he's the guy's legit. And if they have a starting quarterback on second round draft pick salary for the next three years, like jeez. Because they've got sixty six zero million dollars in cap space. And they have WR1 figured out, like Sutton's a star. They've got, they might have quarterback figured out. They've got pass rusher A and pass rusher B figured out. Like they've, they've got, like they've got a lot going for them. They, they, they can improve at tackle a little bit and like uh, sign a couple other guys to play corner uh, safety. They've got some good. Like I'm, uh, I'm very, very excited about where things are at all of a sudden. Yeah, a lot of cash to play with for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love the Broncos. They're going to be one of my five. Uh, Bill, what do you think? Broncos laying three and a half. Yeah, I like the Broncos here. When it comes down to these weeks, you, you got to look for reasons teams will play. And I think if, if I were on the Broncos, I would have a bit of faith that this could be your guy and that's why you play, you know? So uh, I, I think the Broncos will, will come out uh, and do well. 
So give me the Broncos. Uh, last game of the 4 o'clock slate, the Arizona Cardinals head to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams are laying six, which is interesting to me. Um, is Kenyon Drake, Did Kenyon Drake set the all-time record for fantasy football playoff performance with these last two weeks? <laughs> Uh, he's got to be close. I can't. There's nothing that jumps out of me. Like, although Barkley's right there with him. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, well, it was, it's it was been, like it was like 400 all-purpose yards and six touchdowns or something like yeah, that. No, uh, I yeah, no. I know. I think it was uh, last year. Todd Gurley, when Todd Gurley still worked, uh, had a something. He had a similar uh, week 15, 16, where it was like. Uh, nearly 300 all-purpose and four scores, I think, because I think he had two scores each in 15 and 16, so he was there. But uh, Drake with the four and the, uh, with the two extra touchdowns, I think, might uh, – somebody's probably figured that out. I could probably go look that up online. But uh, I would say that uh, Kenyon Drake up there, uh, all-time fantasy football playoff performances the last two weeks. Um, Cardinals getting six at on the road. I kind of like the Cardinals here, but I, I don't think they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I think I think I'd like the points. I, I think this will come down to being somewhat close. I don't see the Rams going out there and just demoing. Them. Uh, and if you're going to get uh, if you're going to get anywhere near a close game here, you're going to want those points. So I'll take Arizona. The Los Angeles Rams have weirdly been one of the three best teams against the spread this year. Them, the Chiefs, and the Saints are all 10-5. and five. Hmm. So one of those things is not like the other, <laughs> obviously. Uh, uh, I'm not betting on this game because I don't want to care about it. Fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't. There's, there's nothing to... Uh, I think the right side, if there is a quote-unquote right side, uh, is the Cardinals, but uh, I, I don't... I don't see there, there's better spots this week, uh, and I don't like games where you're not sure if either team will actually be trying. So I right. agree with Craig on on the stay away from me. Uh, last up, the game that was flexed into Sunday night, and smartly so, uh, because I believe this is the only game where two teams involved actually have something to play for. Correct. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, and it's a and it's a rivalry matchup too so that's fun uh the san francisco 49ers are heading into seattle to take on the seahawks the niners getting three on the road what do you think craig niners i understand that that, that's getting three in the road but like the seahawks have guys at running back who weren't in the nfl like a day ago like and it's like we don't know what to expect out of marshawn lynch and here's the thing most teams if they have to change their running back like it's not optimal but they can usually figure something out this offense like obviously russell wilson's a big part of it but like running the ball is a big part of what they do and they're down three running backs mm-hmm. with Procise, carson and penny all hurt like i think they're gonna have a hard time moving the ball i know the niners defense hasn't been as good lately but i think they're gonna have a hard time moving the ball i'll take the niners Look, we've all contemplated the Marshawn Lynch running back in our darkest hours, right? So <laughs> like, now you can either give up and take the Bernie guarding job. <laughs> yeah, the, the Seahawks have kind of – they've really fallen back. Because, like, what the hell are they going to – like, Marshawn Lynch, I don't want to say he looked cooked. He was still serviceable in his, like, last kind of days in Oakland. Mm-hmm. But that was two years ago. And, like, I don't know what they're uh, – 
I don't know what they're expecting to get out of Marshawn Lynch. I mean, we'll see. I think that they're just expecting to, like, he's a body who has played running back in the NFL before. And and I knows our system, right? Right. Yeah. I think that's literally all that went into this because, yeah. like, you know, it, like, you had three running backs go down for the season in the space of eight days. Yeah. Like, poof. I guess. That's just so weird. Uh, I just don't know what like, else they do. Like, yeah. you know. It's it's a it's a it's a bizarre spot for sure. Uh, the Niners laying three on the road. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I think you got to go Niners here. Um, Seattle is good, but they're in a bad way right now. So if you're going to have you know miscommunications, timing issues in the backfield, which I don't see how you wouldn't, um, it's going to come down to Russell Wilson dropping back and and throwing for 400 yards, and I don't see him doing that against San Francisco. So <laughs> like I I would love Russell Wilson to have. 40 pass attempts in this game, but that is just so far from what they normally do. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure how well it would work. That's 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 my concern. I, I think that there's a universe out there. Russell Wilson's playing for some other team, and he chucks the ball all the time, and he puts up these gaudy stats, like maybe not quite Mahomes, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I just think you can't go from we're going to run the ball almost every time to that in the space of six days. Like I don't like, especially like this is not a franchise known for offensive creativity. Yeah. Like, in fact, this that's literally the opposite of what they're known for. So I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, completely agree. Um, yes, yeah, so we're all recommending the Niners here, even with it on the road. All right, so that is it for Week 17, the final week in the National Football League regular season. Jesus. Um, Bill, you were 4-1 and one last week, so why don't you kick us off for Week 17? Sounds good to me. I will take your Lions. I will take the Titans. I will take the Giants. I'm going to take the Chargers to cover. And last, I will bet on Cincinnati being Cincinnati and take Cleveland. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to watch that, Billy. Pick me out there. Uh, yeah. I got a couple, same as you, Billy. Uh, Titans and Giants. Um, I'm taking Miami. I'm taking the Colts. And I'm taking your Broncos, correct? So those are my right. five. Giants, Dolphins, Broncos, Titans, Colts from Matt Pierce. Uh, Craig Needles, take us home for uh, the 2019 season. Regular I'm season, also, anyway. I'm also taking the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. Yeah, yeah, I'll take those uh, those points at home. Uh, I'm gonna take the Baltimore Ravens. I I just I have a feeling something bad's gonna happen to Pittsburgh Last in that game. Last chance to get the Ravens while they get some points for the foreseeable future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might be into uh, week week 17 next year by the next time the Ravens are yep. dogs at home. So yeah. Um. So uh, I am also going to take the New York Giants. And uh, it worked last week, so let's do it one more time. Give me the Denver Broncos. There you go. Uh, minus three and a half for the Broncos. All right. Uh, so that is it. Uh, next week I will be able to crunch up all uh, all of our all-time stats, so I will once again have uh, those numbers to present to us uh, when we discuss wildcard week. And then, of course, we will be back to start the drive uh, for the dream of an 11-0 
uh, postseason against the spread. We get to we get to start that. I'd like to see one of us at least make a past wild card week with a perfect record <laughs> just once. But it's it's hard. It's hard. It's it's not easy. And this year is going to be really friggin' tough with. Uh, some of those NFC matchups that that uh, we will be getting. Uh, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. We are newly available on Spotify and Google Play as well, so check us out on those. We're available on most of your favorite podcatchers. Uh, we will be back next week to break down week 17 in the wild card week with you two gentlemen. And I would assume that next week will probably be schedules pending uh, because it will be New Year's and whatnot. Schedules pending. We will be doing a Mandalorian uh, wrap up because the final episode dropped yesterday and it was fan friggin tastic. So I can't wait to talk about uh, the uh full first season of the Mandalorian with uh, some of the guys on the other side of this podcast. Um, so we will be back. Uh, Craig needles, bill needles. As always, this is a pleasure doing this with you guys and take care. And we'll talk to you next week on the crossover podcast. <laughs>